Hey, I'm Tyler Thomas, and let me tell you about my new show, The Tangy Community Download. The Tangy Community Download is a community affairs show based on Tangible Parish and the community around it. Through weekly guests and interviews, we'll take a look into just what makes this amazing parish amazing. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts or Saturday mornings at 7.30 live of Southeastern Zone 90.9 KSLU. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Seventh episode of the Tangy Community Download. I'm here with... Donna Bliss from Child Advocacy Services. How are you today? How are you feeling? I'm doing awesome. I'm feeling great. Feeling great. So it's an honor to have you here. I know that uh, it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. You emailed me about getting an event on the calendar and then I was like, hey, I may have something that's right down your alley too. Uh, I had an opening this week and I was like, would you like to come on? Opportun- it just worked out. Yeah, opportunity You know, just reached out and I was able to grab it. So we're excited about that. Absolutely. So thank you so much for coming on. I know that um, not a lot of people may know about your uh, organization uh, could you explain a little bit about what you guys do, like at the core of your organization? Absolutely. So we are Child Advocacy Services, and we have uh, we actually are a private nonprofit umbrella, and we manage two programs. And those two programs are the Court Appointed Special Advocate, or CASA, or the chi- and the Child Advocacy uh, Child Advocacy Center, CAC. So that's a lot of acronyms and a lot of child. So it's easy to run those together. So again, that's Child Advocacy Services, and we run we manage the CASA program, Court Appointed Special Advocate, or the CAC, Children's Advocacy Center. So can you explain the difference between the two? Absolutely. Um, so the CASA program uh, actually is a volunteer program. We recruit and train everyday community citizens to be a child's advocate. And these children would be children that are going through the foster care program. So they are, they've been removed from their family um, by DCFS, Department of Children and Family Services. Um, and uh, we step in after the judge says, hey, we want a CASA volunteer to advocate for this child while they're going through the uh, foster care program, while they've been removed. And so we train that volunteer to be able to uh, advocate for the best interest of that child. So it's best interest advocacy. Um, You know, you may advocate for uh, individual education plans. Um, You may advocate for reassessment of mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you you would advocate maybe for a replacement, you know, of their uh, their living arrangements. It's just whatever is in the best interest of that child. So it's always uh, the least restrictive, most appropriate uh, placement, and uh, we want you know our children to succeed while they're going through that foster care program. Absolutely, that's awesome. I know that. Um I don't have firsthand experience with it, obviously, but I know that a lot of the times, if not all of the times in these situations, the children are blameless. And so having someone there to be able to, you know, help them through it, because it's a situation that they obviously wouldn't choose to be in and a situation that they obviously can't help that they're in. No. And so having someone there to help them and someone that wants to help them, that someone has to go out of their way and volunteer to do, that's an awesome program. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, that is the most unique program uh, where, you know, when you're, once you're trained, it's a 30-hour training. It's a hybrid training. Some of that is a blended online and in-person training. So we get you through the training. Then you're led by a supervisor that guides you through the process. But 
really what you're doing, you have to think, this child is removed, placed into foster care, no fault of their own, just like you were saying. And now they're having to, you know, find a new normal. And the thing about the CASA program is the volunteer provides consistency. Mm -hmm. So you go, you visit your child, um, CASA child that you're assigned to once a month in their placement, and you become that consistent person that is coming, checking on them, making sure they're okay. So the child builds a rapport. And, you know, there's been a research that's, that has shown that, a, you know, a caring and competent adult in a child's life can actually, you know, help them uh, recover from trauma and build resiliency. So, you know, we're really, we, we love our CASA program. We love our CASA volunteers. Um, every day, you know, our mission at Child Advocacy Services is voice, healing, and security, and that's what we strive for daily um, with the CASA program as well as the CAC. So the CAC, if you want, I'll go right into telling you what mm, that's about. Yeah. yeah. And so the Children's Advocacy Center uh, is right there uh, along with the CASA program at 1504 West Church Street here in Hammond, and it is... Um, the Child Advocacy Center provides forensic interviews for a child that had uh, that would have disclosed, you know, uh, witnessing uh, a crime, witnessing, you know, just a heinous or violent act, um, maybe experiencing for themselves, you know, the abuse, neglect, and and even you know sexual assault. Yes, ma'am. So we have trained forensic interviewers, and they're able to. Uh, assist this child um, in getting, you know, helping them get their story out. Um, that is done in a child-friendly setting. Um, so, we, you know, we want to make sure that we're taking care of the child when they come into the center. And we're providing them with the child-friendly setting. And, and we do that at the request of law enforcement or Department of Children and Family Services. So it's not like, you know, we someone, a parent would call in and request that. So we're working, you know, collaboratively with a group of professionals that are working, uh, you know, to assist this child. And, I, and the great thing about it is we have a, a, a facility a companion animal, and mm. uh, her name is Worley. And so Worley, when children come into uh, the center, uh, our uh, family services coordinator will ask um if the child would want Worley to go in and, and lay beside her or him mm -hmm. as they're, you know, talking with the forensic interviewer and they have the opportunity to pet Worley. So it's a comfort companion. And so we love, you know, we love Worley and we love Hayward. Hayward's been with us now, gosh, 10 years or, or better. Mm -hmm. He retired this year, but um, we love our animals. We love our animals. We love our mission. We love serving children. That's awesome. I know that I have I have two dogs that are not neither of them are mine, but two dogs that are close to me because uh, my little brother has a dog and he's I mean, he may be 80 pounds and he's short, stout and kind of fat. And he you look at him and you you know, you may get a little scared. You may be like <laughs> a little apprehensive and he'll come up to you. And the worst thing he'll do to you is lick you. Yeah. I mean, he is the nicest and most, most I mean, you, you'll you, when he plays, you know, he gets a little aggressive, like you'll push on him a bit and he'll push back. But uh, he is the sweetest dog, and I know that that helps me so much, you know, when I get home and I have that, you know, that soft spot there to go and be like, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, 
this or that. And I know that that'll help the children a lot, too, because, you know, maybe they didn't have something like that in their right. situation. Yeah, absolutely. Interaction with the pet is is an amazing thing. It actually, you know, reduces uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, of course, and it helps us, uh, to, it calms us. And you're absolutely right, um, you know, Thinking about the child that has gone through this, again, you know, children are at the mercy of the adults in their lives. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, adults, um, you know, bad things can happen to children at the hands of adults and and young adults even. And so, uh, again, you know, we just try and strive to do what we can uh, at Child Advocacy Services uh, to provide, you know, voice healing and security for children. And, you know, we do that through using the the companion animals. And we've gotten great success. You know, there's a couple of times that, you know, a child might say, no, nah, I'm afraid of animals. Um, but there are times that, you know, uh, that a, um, a child may actually talk to the animal Mm-hmm. Uh, before they will or talk to the adult, so it, it's an it's an amazing thing. It is one thing an animal will never do is tell your secrets. It'll that's, listen to them, but it'll never tell them. So that's, that is that's absolutely correct. And you know, we have staff members that you know tell me, uh, you know, I love to go over uh, to the CAC and just play with the dogs. So, yeah. you know, as you can imagine, you know, our staff members work very closely with our CASA volunteers, um, and so. You know, hearing the stories about what goes on in a child's life is very traumatic. It can be triggering. Um, You know, they have to internalize a lot of it. It's not like they have someone that they can go and debrief with uh, because it's very sensitive information. So they themselves, our staff staff, uh, members themselves will go and, you know, play with the dogs as as a debrief. And, I, you know, I think that's why for Child Advocacy Services um, as an umbrella agency that the CASA program and the CAC program work very well together mm-hmm. um, because both programs are answering that call, you know, for, for voice healing and, and security. Children need a voice. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a perfect segue to talk about something that you guys have going on next week, uh, Saturday, the September 30th. And uh, it's called Bark in the Park, which I thought was very clever. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that event. So Bark in the Park, I mean, you know, who doesn't get excited when they hear that? Um, We did put the, you know, we decided, hey, we want to do something fun and we want to get out into the community to do it. And what, you know, why not Kate Square and um, have people bring their animals out and, you know, we can provide education to the community Mm -hmm. that day regarding the CASA program and the CEC, you know, it's a way to um, recruit recruit volunteers. You know, I, mm-hmm. I guess I can't hide that fact as the recruiter for the program. <laughs> um, we need volunteers because, you know, as I said earlier, we're assigned to children's cases by a judge. And so the judge is looking at us to make sure that, you know, we have that volunteer ready to go uh, to advocate for that child. And, in, you know, our 21st JDC, we probably have upwards of 75 uh, children that we've mm-hmm. been assigned to that, um, you know, we don't have a volunteer to assign to the case. And that's not to say that, you know, our volunteers now are doing an amazing job um, and they see lots of children. But, you know, there's unfortunately, 
just a greater need. So Bark in the Park um, started with say, hey, let's do a fun outreach. Mm -hmm. We haven't done one in a long time, um, you know, and let's incorporate the pets. And we just believe that people are going to come out and have a blast. You know, we're going to do a costume contest. Um, And so there's actually... Uh, three categories on the costume contest, if I if I can remember them all off the top of my head. It's going to be um, best dressed pet, um, most team spirited, okay? Mm-hmm. So we know that, you know, uh, we need to be showing up in our Lions gear, right? We have a football game that day. That's right. football I, game at 3 o'clock. I so know. That's, that's why. That's perfect timing. Yes, yeah, perfect timing. And then the last one is a hope hero. So, and that really goes coincides with, you know, we believe that, um, you know, our casas are our hope heroes, and that anyone that stands up for a child, you know, whether that's supporting uh, becoming a volunteer or that's supporting, you know, a child sponsorship for services, uh, that's a hope hero for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're excited. That's awesome. So, for the people who are um interested in going what are you know some of the things that uh i guess they could I assume they could bring their pets bring their animals come have fun it come a family a family event it's free yeah and it's something just to go out and it's it just sounds to me like you're just obviously you know doing the thing that you need to do for volunteers but you're just promoting having a good time with your family on a saturday absolutely i mean what a better time than fall now i i do hope that we have some of the cooler weather um, as people show up, the event will actually get started about 9 o'clock, um, somewhere around the 9.30, I think, 10, 9.30, 10.30 mark. We'll do a walk around mm-hmm. uh, the, the, I call it the old bank, the, the square there, come back around by La Coretta and down the side of the post office and back into the park. So everybody will get That's to awesome. strut around with their pup it's in the costume. Yeah, it's a pooch parade. And uh, we'll, we've, we've invited, invited vendors so we have tried to look for pet-friendly vendors, you know, to come out and just set up and and share what you do with the community as well. Um, we felt like that would be a good addition um, and have, you know, individuals that may want to, you know, find out more about what's going on with their pet or what pet services are available uh, in our community. We thought that would be a good segue for that. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time, of course, that we've done it. And, um, you know, we hope that it it just uh, blossoms into the second annual, I guess you could say, or uh, this would be inaugural. So the the next one would be first annual. But Mm -hmm. we, you know, we really want participation from community. It is family friendly. It is free. Um, but come out and learn about CASA, learn about child advocacy services, you know, programs, CASA and CAC, and learn about um, what vendors are out there for your pets. And, you know, let your pets socialize with, you know, other pets. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, uh, be a responsible pet owner, have your, you know, pet under control, have it on a leash, need be, uh, but just be prepared for a fun day. That's awesome. One of the questions I wanted to ask, it was something um, in the uh, information that you sent me. Uh, one of the things that you talked about was ways that you can support the agency that you have through this event. What are some opportunities that are there to support your agency? So you could actually, um, of course, you know, get involved. I mean, you can spread the word. You can share it on your social media. Our hashtag is going to be hashtag bark in the park, the number four 
uh, CASA. And so that is a way to, if everyone is sharing that on their social media pages, I mean, that's a way to spread the message because it's going to go back to child advocacy services. But there there are ways. Um, Hope Hero is a way that you can get involved. I mean, there is an opportunity um, that if you want to just make a financial donation, that you can do that um, by going to our website, Mm -hmm. um, signing up for that. I mean, you can give as little as $5.41 a month. All of those uh, dollars that are given would go for services for children. Um, Other ways that you could get involved other than being a CASA, I mean, we have things like we make buttons. um, Children do artwork in this, you know, we pick a school, we uh, put together a calendar and we do that by asking the children to, to draw a prevention message. And right now we have artwork that we'll take that and put it on a button that you would pin on your shirt or something. And we hand those out at events. And you'd be surprised at how clever the children can be in their own messaging, uh, you know, prevention against child abuse. I mean, some of it will just really move you. Um, to see that, you know, they're really thinking about this message. And the adults love the buttons. You know, they'll pick yeah. them up at the events and, you know, I don't, maybe they put them on their sun visor, you know, maybe they wear them for the day, but, uh, you know, they love to collect those. So we always have, you know, those type of volunteer opportunities to make buttons. Um, you know, if you have a group out there, a school group out there, uh, that is looking for service hours, you know, just contact us. Um, you can call 985-902-9583 and ask for Seth Blakely or myself, Donna Bliss, and, you know, we'll we'll figure out how to get you connected. Mm-hmm. If, if being, a you know, an advocate, if you, you don't, you know, you can't commit that one year, uh, you're not 21, you know, you must be 21 because this is, you're going to be dealing with uh, mm-hmm. juveniles, um, and you can't make it through that 30 hours of training, then, you know, we can get you connected with doing something uh, for Child Advocacy Services Mission, Voice Healing and Security for Children. That's awesome. Well, you answered my next question because the next question was going to be for someone who doesn't know how to reach out to you guys if they wanted to volunteer, how would they volunteer? But you kind of answered that one by just, you know, just reach out. You know, yeah. if you want to call the number, just reach out. Well, and they can also, a great resource we have is our website, www.childadv.net. And you can cursor over to the Get Involved page or, the you know, go to the CASA page. And there, there you will find all the information about CASA. Uh, and there's a link to the application there. And what happens when you, when you put, when you fill out your application and hit submit, um, you know, I'll get a notification in the system and then I'll just reach out to you and we'll have a conversation because a lot of times people know something about it, but may not know everything about it. And so, you know, we always consider that an open conversation. There's uh, no question that we would not want to answer, you know, uh, because no one comes into being a CASA knowing just everything about it. It, it is a unique uh, volunteer opportunity where you work um, you know, collaboratively with a group of professionals and you're in the judicial system, you will go to court. So you'll interact and, you know, with the um, Department of Children and Family Services and, you know, your judge. So um, it's, it's very unique. So 
we always encourage anyone, if you're thinking about it, you know, don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Just call us, ask us. We'll give you more information because it may not be something for you, but it could be that you could share it with someone else and say, hey, I think this would be perfect for you. Why don't you contact them or check out this website? And we also have lots of prevention education information on our website that's geared towards the families, so parents and children. Um, We also have links on our um, website where individuals can take specific trainings that would be uh, delivered over Zoom, and those would be free. And, then, and you know, it could be something that you would be interested in, you know, to just check out. Absolutely. Well, so one of the questions I ask, we've had options and a couple other different organizations that deal with, you know, a lot of heavy issues, but also a lot of issues that, you know, you can really see the greener side, like the, the grass on the other side of it, the green grass on the other side. And so one of my the questions that I like to ask, and obviously you don't you don't have to get too much information because I'm sure a lot of the times you can't. But what is one of the, the uh, maybe like a success story or maybe a fuf- one of the more fulfilling moments of your career? Wow, I can always say the most fulfilling moment for my career now as um, the recruiter is when I um, get that application. We get that volunteer. Uh, the trainer gets them through training and the supervisor gets them assigned. Um, because I started out as a CASA volunteer. So I've been that advocate that has advocated for children. Um, as a staff person, I can no longer be a CASA volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, so to know that my advocacy work um, for children continues because there's children out there that need a voice. Um, and then I would say, you know, for our success stories as overall in the CASA program is when that child is actually reunified with their parents mm-hmm. and, you know, the parents and the family are back together and, and the units whole because every child wants to go back home. Mm-hmm. You know, no child wants to remain in foster care or, you know, Uh, have to struggle through, you know, the whole year or sometimes a year and a half and sometimes longer. We've all heard the stories where children wind up aging out. So success stories would be reunification home to mom and dad. You know, if that's not going to be the scenario, then a child gets adopted into a forever home. Mm -hmm. And you can see just, you know, there's the smiles on their faces when that happens. Or When a child does age out of care and they have a plan and a goal and ACASA has helped them, you know, get to that, reach that resolution of, you know, this is, you know, my vocation. This is where, you know, I'm going to move forward and do this or do that. And, and, And also, you know, children have the opportunity at 18 to continue Um, it's optional and, you know, they have to say they want to, but they can continue in extended foster care up to 21. And there's assistance for them for housing and for, um, and for education goals. So, I mean, those are all success stories, Mm -hmm. you know, for our agency when we've been able, again, to help that child reach, you know, voice, healing and security. That's our mission. Um, and when we're able, through our two programs, to help a child reach that, I think that's our success stories. Yes, ma'am. So that's a that's an awesome answer. I love hearing the different answers for that question because that really shows you, you know, the drive 
when someone does something for a living, you know, there's always a reason. And that really shows the drive, that question. So as we're running out of time, I have one more question that I ask everybody. And I think this is, this, you know, it doesn't really have to deal with what we've talked about here. But I think it's very important because we talk about the community. And obviously, we don't, have to, we don't have to explain how these services impact the community. That's, that's a question I had listed here, but it's not one that I need to ask because obviously you've heard it. But my question is, if you were to give one last remark, one basically, you know, just a statement that, you know, something that is important to you that, you know, that you want the people across the airwaves to hear, what would that be? You have time. This is not, it, it may seem like, you know, it may seem like there's not enough time for it. I was a CASA. I know, you know, that there, there is a way to make time. When you stop and think that, that a, this child is not going to stay a child, mm-hmm. if you're a business person, you know, you own a business, um, this child is going to be, or if, if you're, you know, an elected official, you know, if you're a clergyman, um, if you're just shopping in one of the stores, remember this one thing, those children that are experiencing these traumatic events mm-hmm. will turn into adults and they will carry that trauma with them. And we all have time. We have time to make a difference in another human being's life it maybe it's not as a a casa for one year but i would encourage you to get get educated get involved with child advocacy services and figure out what is what is your time what time can you give I couldn't have I, I couldn't have said that any better. Uh, awesome! Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Donna. It was an amazing opportunity, and I'm so glad we were able to talk about it. Uh, a lot of cool things in the works for this podcast. A lot of cool guests coming up, but uh, honestly, none more cool than Miss Donna Bliss. So oh. we'll see you next time on the Tangent Community Download. We'll be back next week, same time.